0: Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Mike's on. He's ready to
0: All right, a little after 10 o'clock on this Memorial Day weekend. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. These are challenging times, and Rocket Mortgage is prepared to help. If you need mortgage assistance, contact their team 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. A little football now with Scott Pioli who joins us uh, as he does each week. Scott, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, Mike. Thanks for having me again. Always good to be here. All right, uh, let's do a. Some stuff on the rules this week, Uh, and the one that got the most attention, I actually, after I gave it some thought, I know it had been bandied about last year, but I thought about it some more, and it would replace the onside kick. Now, the problem with the onside kick is the safety concerns that were implemented and the rules that changed made it very hard to, to... Recover the onside kick. Virtually impossible. Now it's become a 10% play. So the Eagles came up with this idea of a instead of an onside kick, at the 25, you want to try to get the ball back. You get one play for a fourth and fifth. It's really fourth and 15. It's a, you need, to, you need right. to gain by penalty or by play 15 yards to maintain possession. Otherwise, it goes over to the other team. And you know what? The more I thought about it is the odds on that play are probably not better than 15% if you looked at a chart, maybe the 14%. I like it because I think there's nobody wants the kickoff in the sport anymore. We all know that. They had to keep it around because they have the onside kick. This would allow them to do away with the kickoff, which they want to do anyway, and change the roster the way they want to, and then they could still have a way that you can get the ball back. They need a mechanism for you to try to get the ball back. Do you like this or not like it?
1: You know, Mike, I, I talk out of both sides of my, mouth, of my mouth with this, and like you, when I first heard it, I'm, I'm still a little hesitant for it, and I always go when there's rules changes, I always go to the place of what are the unintended consequences, right? What what are the um, the fails that can happen, so to speak? And a couple of things that just keep coming to mind, well, let me preface this again. I'm undecided on this, and I think if, if we do it, it has to be something that's done for a year, and then we can look and see the sampling Agreed. of what the unintended doesn't consequences
0: It doesn't work in preseason. doesn't work in preseason.
1: Right. Exactly right. But to me, you know, I, I see a couple of things. I mean, First of all, I think what's important is most of the people that are pushing this really, really hard are offensive-minded people who... Um, and I'm a defensive guy. I love defensive football. I love strong defense. You can be in a situation with this rule where a team can really dominate for 57-58 to minutes of a game, even if it's not a high-scoring game, but they could they could totally dominate a game and then lose in the last two to three minutes. And To some people, that's exciting. Um, To me, I don't find that that as exciting because I always look at the prism primarily through a a defensive set of eyes.
0: Well, fourth and 15 percentage-wise versus the 10% that is averaging right now for the last two years, do you think it's about an equal thing? Do you think it would be about a 10% play? Here's what I... From
1: what I again in reading the best I could because I'm not you know in those meetings that the league has anymore, but you can still research things. My understanding is that the fourth and fifteenth play is about a sixteen percent, sixteen percent, okay, sixteen percent play. And again, this is based on what I've found on the the internet right. um, and what people have been in those meetings have said as you mentioned, the onside kick is in and around 10%, 11%. Right. There's not, that's not a huge difference. But to me, here's, I think the reason it's a 15, uh, 16% play, Mike, is because teams aren't planning for that, right? Teams spend so much more time planning for all of the other situations, You know, first and 10 and third and everything else and everything in between. And I think what happens once this becomes a real thing teams will come up with and spend time and game plan to prepare or at least have a list of their 4th and 15, fourth and 15 plays. Right, absolutely. I think when you look at a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, these explosive, dynamic teams um, are going to have a much better chance in terms of offensively explosive. The other point that you made that, that was really interesting, Mike, is they – People think about the fourth and fifteenth, and teams can make that either by virtue of the play or by penalty. right So now, how many times do we see in games that we still haven't figured out what pass interference is or isn't? And is it really going to be a two shot play to get those fifteen yards right? Is it going to be one of these situations where offenses are running these rub plays, or you know what we know are clearly pick plays? And aren't called, and then there's contact, and or there's an opportunity because there's a penalty on the fourth and fifteenth that it's a path interference play that leads to uh, the, the offense retaining the ball. Again, I just think that there's a lot of different possibilities and iterations of this. That um, I, again, my problem is, and I'm again, I'm feeling like the old man on the lawn right now because I'm a defensive guy that I don't like this. I I like the idea of, again, if a team is dominating, the dominant team should win. Yet there is an exciting part of the game if a team is dominated and all of a sudden comes back and it has a Cinderella win. That is exciting. I prefer the exciting of the – Dominant defensive um, football game myself.
0: I mean, one of the great games I remember ever was when the Cowboys and Starbucks came back from a, 11 down with a minute and a half left because they got the onside kick and then come back and win the game. But that's, you know, getting the onside kick is hard anyway. But let's get to the other part of this that's a big issue. We all know they want to do away with the kickoff. And the only way they can do away with the kickoff is to figure out a way to have some other element. You have to have a way for a team to come back. There has to be some mechanism for an onside kick type play. This would be the only mechanism you could have if really you want to. And let me ask you this because you know this on the inside. How badly do they want to? I've had special teams guys like Westhoff tell me, hey, they badly want to get rid of the kickoff. Do you think they want to get rid of the kickoff that badly?
1: I think there's certain people that do. I think Mike Westhoff's right, unfortunately, because – I love the kickoff, and I love special teams. Here's where I think the league has done an amazing job and, and, and football. Instead of eliminating something, you know, let's find an alternative um, or let, let's find ways to make the play safer and better because the, the reason they've wanted to eliminate it is to reduce injuries. There are so many other things in the game that they don't look at and they, they, again, if we're going to talk about player safety, let's talk about player safety throughout the game. They they talk about player safety on plays as a league that are quite obvious, but we really don't do a whole lot in this game to protect defensive linemen, so to speak. Right? We allow things to. We worry about protecting star players and skilled players um, because they're the money makers, because they're the um, the, the faces of franchises. But if you see some of the illegal stuff that happens down in the trenches to players and things that are coached and things that happen, we don't do much to mitigate that. And I'm heading down a path I shouldn't. Going back to the onside kickoff, Mike, look at how they changed the rule to make the onside kick still an exciting play, still a low percentage play, but they don't allow the running start anymore, right? You have to start at a certain point on the kickoff. Yep. That has reduced the, the head injuries and the, the other injuries to all body parts significantly. So let's continue to head in that trend because to me, again, one of the things that makes football so different from every other game is the shape of the football and the balance of the football, right? That has been one of the amazing things about football since the beginning. And again, if, you, if you're a historian, if you're a purist, that's what makes football different, the bounce of the ball. The ability. Now we're going to take a play that makes football unique because of the shape of the ball in a kickoff. Anytime that ball hits the ground, a lot of different things that are fun and weird can happen. So to me, the onside kick, I like it. I love that we've made it safer. I think that there's ways we can make it even safer. But to eradicate something that, again, was a A part of the history and the start of football. um, Again, that's again.
0: Well, do you believe the premise?
1: That's being a historian and a lover of the game.
0: Do you believe what what coaches say, Scott? That the way they have implemented the safety measures now make it impossible for teams to corral the onside kick. That that now has become a nothing play because it's almost impossible to get to get an onside kick.
1: It's more difficult, but it's not impossible. Right, it's 10%. 10%, What it takes, what it forces teams to do is to practice and become really skilled at it. But if you have poorly coached teams or ill-prepared teams for that play, that, again, separates the prepared and the unprepared.
0: So you think there's still a fair way where if you do your job right, you can still be successful on the onside kick? I
1: I think there's always a chance. Again, there's been other things that have made the, the play Less exciting is you know again the way that the fields are now and the turf uh, you know it's, it's right. a much more consistent surface
0: right don't you don't they have the big crowns anymore season. yeah they don't have the big crowns anymore in the field and everything right. uh, yes there's not a
1: there's you know you can't potentially hit a divot that happened right. in the previous fifty nine minutes of the game you, right. know, you know or 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 ball patches um, so it's again, I think we just have to be. Consider other things before doing something so radical. I'm not a big proponent. I love the idea that we have found ways to make the onside kick and the regular kickoff safer. Um, Yes, by doing that, it has it reduced some of the percentage of the excitement or potential excitement it has. But, again, I just think that there's something very unique to the special teams part of the game and, and again, I think we have because when that happens, what happens next? Do we start reducing the idea of having a punt where people are getting a forty to fifty yard running start and you know honing down in? Uh, on well, a, I don't think they I don't, think they. I don't think
0: they. I don't think they can do that. But I think they feel that the kickoff has become such a nothing play because there's no returns anyway that they can take it out. If they could get the onside kick figured out, they could do something i think they've figured the kickoffs become a bad play anyway is what their feeling is that there's not enough action most of these kickers usually can kick the thing out of out of play anyway so yeah. the bottom line is unless you're going to move the kickoff back and make it legitimate for these guys to kick it in the field uh you've you've turned it into a non play anyway but you have to have the ability to get an onside kick which keeps the kickoff in in play it, you'd have to eliminate the you'd have to put the play in to give the team a chance. You need a mechanism to, to get the ball back. So until then, you're going to have onside kick. You're going to have kickoffs. The question is, would you rather they put some liveliness back in the kickoff, uh, You know, either dead in the balls, or move these guys back?
1: Or move it back. Again, some combination of moving the kickoff back, Mike, because you're right. The ball is being kicked out. of the, they're, they're non-returns at this point. So do we move the kickoff back?
0: Right. We could do and that.
1: And also do something with the front line of the kickoff coverage team where there's less chance for them to have more yardage to accelerate and reduce the impact of the collisions that happen down the field. And that's what I mean. Smart people can figure out figure things out. The kickoff truly is an exciting part of the game. So if you find a way to bring, to keep it in the game. And again, some people some people like to take this game and minimize it down to what are the sexiest things which is passing and catching and you know certain certain great runs but football has always been about the three you know offense defense and special
0: listen i i totally agree i'd be all for moving it back i'd like to see it be a real play again i'd like to see it right now it's not right now these guys 95% of the time they kick the ball out of out of bounds
1: and, and, that, and I think that was one of the unintended consequences. Um, you, and again, the game has to evolve with the athlete. The athletes are bigger, stronger, faster. The ball has changed. Um, we're playing more games indoors, so there's you know, less teams are kicking into the wind or with the wind. So there's been so many things to change, but there's so many smart people. Rather than just eliminating something and saying it's not safe, We've proven and we've shown as a league that there's a way to make the place safer. People don't want to talk about the XFL, right? But how about the idea that whether the XFL had where they had, you know, all kickoff people were stationary at a at a different spot where it made it even safer and reduced the speed of the collisions? There's again, there's alternatives. I would just as, as a football purist would really. Um, W- would be really disappointed if we head down this path where we start eliminating other parts of the game that are exciting. Maybe they're not it, they're not exciting in what has become a new traditional sense, but the kickoff is still an exciting play. The returns are an exciting play.
0: We're talking with Scott Pioli about football. Now uh, a couple of things. This one was clearly a mechanism of some of your buddies, and that is the Pats used it, then the variable used it on the Pats. They took yeah. out the idea that you can use those uh, penalties to take precious time off the clock at a very important time of the game, they are not allowing that to happen anymore. So, Bell, I, I don't know who came up with it first. It was somebody in New England, maybe you. Uh, somebody came up with it, it and they utilized me, it. But smart, Mike. The bottom line is, uh, we've seen them, and then Vrabel turned the tables and used it on the Pats last year, and now no one's going to get to use it again.
1: Yeah, and um, this is, again, one of the part of the beauty of the game, right? There's rules in place, and the smart teams and the prepared teams Look at situational football. And I love situational football. I, and, again, I come from a from a football family um, that really respected uh, situational football. I mean, and it's not just working with, with Bill and Bill. It goes back to Coach McPherson at Syracuse. Who Absolutely. As, Coach Mack was as prepared a situational football person as there was in college, and his teams were. So I, I like the idea. I, it, I like that, that what they're doing – I, I'm in, I will say this, I'm indifferent with what they're doing on this rule. I understand it, I get it, but what happens here sometimes is I don't understand the idea that when people find, they work hard, they research, they find le- loopholes, they use the rules to the rules without being a wise guy and then they're vilified for well. Here's doing why that's the, the, the league
0: doesn't want to see in the middle of the fourth quarter precious time go off the clock with no action. That's what Correct. they don't want. That's, they don't want that.
1: Right. That's why I'm indifferent about the rule because okay, they found the loophole. It was great while it happened, though, because again, I
0: think it's just smart football. That's all. Smart you know. Football. Hey, when exactly. Dean Smith, when Dean Smith came up with the four corners and ran it, people detested oh. it. They detested it. Okay. Right. I that's mean, great yeah. yeah, I mean, they did, but, you know, it was legal. I mean, absolutely. I mean, when Raleigh Massimino beat Georgetown, he held the ball for 40, 54 seconds 11 or more times in the game. It was the last game without a clock. I mean, so he utilized what was available. I mean, that's why he changed the rules. So this rule, you don't think they had to take this rule out, though?
1: Um, I, I don't think they had to, but I'm also not bothered that they do. What will happen is smart people and hardworking people will find some other loophole or some other uh, loophole's a bad word because that again makes it sound nefarious. Right, They'll find it's, something it, in yeah, the they, game to yeah. expose to
0: use to their advantage. Yes, yes, that's they, they find a way to use the rules to their advantage. That's the best way to put it. Exactly We're talking right. with Scott Peel, The other thing is. This idea of coming up with the aid to the referee, this eye in the sky, I think this makes plenty of sense. Don't give the guy game power. He still is an assistant to the referee, but give him a guy that is his helper who says, hey, you need to look at this play. Hey, stop it and take a look and confer with your other officials. we got a problem here. Let's look at it. Let's do this. Just slow it down and let's look at it. That guy who's not threatening, there's not a – What is he doing versus what is New York doing? What is everyone doing? It's still the referee running the game, but now he's got a helper. I think that makes plenty of sense.
1: Especially on the egregious penalties or the egregious, anything that's egregious, right? And that's what the hope is. Um, So we don't have some of the situations where we've seen where everybody but the crew on the field knows that there was an obvious penalty. They want to get it right. But, Mike, what this goes back to is the beginning of instant replay and what was the purpose of instant replay? The purpose was to get things right. Right. The to not have headed... someone
0: sit home and say, how could you blow this call?
1: Right. And, and then, because that leads to people making, you know, speculating that other yep. things are happening that yep. may or may not be happening. Right. But really, if... But here was, here was, again, the unintended consequences. I remember being in those meetings and listening to coaches and general managers and owners talking about that in those private meetings, and with anything that you change, you always have to think about the unintended consequences. And with this rule, is if you say that the, the purpose and the idea is to get it right, I remember a very smart head coach speaking, hey, if we're going to review one play because the purpose is to get things right, we should have it Available for every single play.
0: Well, that was so always what, Belichick's thought. We all
1: know exactly. that. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And th- th- there's no greater truth that's been spoken about that rule, because there are p- what people don't. People sometimes think about the big plays that happen that are um, reviewed at the end of a game or in critical points of the game. But what's to say that some third and four play in the second quarter, or you know, in the first right. series of the second quarter? isn't as important, you know, or, or if there's an egregious foul. So to me, it, it, it's a rabbit hole or it, it's Pandora's box that was open. We decided to do this. Now we're trying to, you know, split hairs here and and be selective as to what can be. Now, I, I love the idea of having this extra official. I think we have to understand that there will be and can be unintended consequences, which is the length of the game. Because as we see now with super slow-mo and all of the technology that we have, and when we slow things down, Mike, we can find something on every single play.
0: Um, The Rooney rule, they dumped the idea that we talked about last week, the draft thing, that didn't, didn't come near passing. They did change things, though. They did make some rule changes. Did you like the rule changes they made? Uh, You have to have two minority guys in now before you hire a head coach. The idea that they gave more people freedom to move among jobs around the league, you're someone who understands all that. You've been in all those situations. Do you think this will help what they're trying to get done?
1: Yeah, I I think it does, Mike. And the idea of allowing... Um, Assisting coaches to move to coordinator positions and bigger positions and having less restrictions for coaches to move um, again that and, and, and whether we're talking about minority coaches or non minority coaches, I think it's an interesting rule that is helpful to people because it's now also going to be affecting and impacting front offices because you know I've seen how the sausage is made and I have seen that whole process when teams um... you know want to speak to either a coach or a scout from another team and actually provide upward mobility for someone but the rules that are in place are in place really for financial reasons that owners want to make sure that they're they're controlling costs because every time someone gets a promotion sometimes those promotions are financial and it holds people back from changing jobs and and improving things for themselves and or their family so there's a, a a lot of restrictions that go on in the league. I think that this is going to have an impact um, for everybody, and uh, I, I like I really do like all the rules that they changed. And I'm actually very thankful that they didn't change the rule that we were talking about last week, and that they tabled that because I think as we've seen, even since you and I spoke, Mike, we've had, you know, four um, strong football leaders from the NFL that are black that have come out and said, this is insulting. So I'm glad it was, I, I, I'm glad someone, um, well, or that the league decided to table it because it was an idea that was not a good idea.
0: Listen, thanks very much. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks. Thanks Scott. Very much. All right. Thank you, Mike. All right. Scott, Pioli will be back after this. We get it. Attention
1: spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,